Welcome to How To Do Marketing Snack Time. I'm your host, Jane Hilsden, and each week I'm going to share out little nuggets of marketing insight, actionable tips, and a marketing opinion or two that will help you get the best bang for buck with your small business marketing. Hello and welcome to this episode of Snack Time. Today we're talking about getting a little bit wary about who you actually get your marketing advice from. And I'll start off by by just kind of posing the question, when it comes to getting legal advice on a matter for your business, you'd get that advice from a lawyer, right? I know I certainly do. And what about strategic accounting advice? I'm hazarding a guess that you would trust that advice coming straight from a strategic accountant's mouth. Personally, for anything people-related, I get expert advice from my HR consultant. But when it comes to marketing, there seems to be a really fragmented approach to small business owners seeking advice. And unfortunately, marketing is one of those topics that a hell of a lot of totally unqualified people are partial to be chipping in with their advice on on marketing. And this is a shame because when you get your marketing advice from the right people, it can lead to incredible results for your business. But when you get it from people who simply claim to know a thing or two about marketing, well, that's when things like your business bank account and your business's reputation can really start to suffer. So there's plenty of reasons why you shouldn't get advice from marketing people who are not qualified to to give it. But I'm going to give you four pretty bloody compelling ones. First, money is wasted when you get advice from the wrong people. And I know this because over the past couple of months, I've seen clients who have trusted non-marketers advice and ended up with getting completely the wrong website solution, which will now have to be completely redone. I've seen really shitty Facebook ad campaigns implemented that were never going to actually drive the results that that business owner needed them to to drive. I've heard stories of people investing every marketing dollar they had into one media channel that turned out when we did some more investigation to be like a channel that their target audience wasn't even using. And you guessed it, that investment of every dollar that they had yielded zero results. But it's not just time that's wasted. I'm sorry, it's not just money that's wasted, it's time that's wasted as well. As a small business owner, you don't have the time to even, you know, really half the time put into the marketing that does work let alone the stuff that doesn't work, it takes time to get all the content together, to, to you know, to think and make decisions around the, the style of marketing that you'll do and what you'll include, you know, finalising messaging and all of that sort of stuff. You want to know that if you're spending time doing this, your precious time, you want to make sure that that works. Another thing is just frustration. My God, you know, as business owners, we know the tumultuous emotional journey um, that we go on with so much that's that's in our business. 
And we know that that failure is part of any business owner's journey. But overall, if if your marketing is executed well, this actually doesn't need to fail. Sure, a bit of trial and error is often necessary, particularly when we're doing things for the first time. Guerrilla marketing can be a little bit risky, but ultimately, if marketing is driven by strategy, your risks will be mitigated enough to ensure that ultimately your marketing succeeds. One of the um, one of the other unfortunate things about um, ill-advised marketing advice is that it leads to a belief that marketing doesn't work. And and that's probably something that's going to piss me off a lot more than it's going to piss you off. But it should piss you off because if you don't end up investing in marketing because of a bad experience, you potentially end up missing out on branding and growth opportunities that can add tremendous value to your small business. So who are some of these people that are offering marketing advice that may not be qualified to do so? And look, you know, this, this could be a little bit contentious and it's a, I'm a little bit sorry, not sorry to, to the various people that this might offend because you might be well-meaning, but you're actually costing small business owners in their time and their money and their emotional turmoil um, by turning up and providing advice that you may not, you shouldn't probably be espousing. Okay, so here's the people to look out for. You might be familiar with some. The person who tells you that they did take a marketing subject at university, so they know boats when it comes to marketing. Have we heard from that person before? I know I have. You know, I, I know I get a lot of people who introduce themselves to me and Oh, yes, you know, I know a lot about marketing. Yes, I did a subject or two about that in university and they're like 50 and they did university when they were 18. Okay, that's great. Not qualified to give advice. And no, you don't know boats when it comes to marketing. Another person to look out for is the digital marketing consultant. And I'm putting my quotation marks up there. The digital marketing consultant who is at your doorstep to sell you an online directory solution or some sort of online solution. No, they're not your digital marketing consultant. They're a media rep who are out there to make a sale and achieve a budget goal. And it's funny how when they're coming to you with their marketing advice that they're really only recommending the products that they sell. Another person to watch out for is the business coach or consultant. Now, I know that their job is to give a pretty well-rounded, um, uh, you know, guidance and advice to, to your small business. And generally, you know, they've done a bit of reading about marketing and maybe participated in some webinars. But they have, a lot of the time, if they have zero formal training in marketing and have never actually developed a marketing strategy, implemented that marketing strategy for 12 months and then meticulously reported on that campaign, then they're probably not the right person to give you marketing advice. And look, there's plenty of business coaches who will turn up and they'll talk about certain marketing tactics or marketing, you know, principles or whatever. But my 14-year-old daughter can also talk about tactics such as how to get engagement on Instagram. But it's not actually those 
tactical outputs that transcend into meaningful outcomes. And that it's not those that actually count when it comes to actually thinking about how marketing plugs into your business. Another person to look out for is the media rep with a sales budget to meet, a little bit like our online digital marketing consultant. And again, you know, it's often funny how their marketing solutions really only extend to the product that they're actually trying to sell you at the time. Another person that we've probably all come across is that mate at the barbecue that tells you all of the marketing stuff that they're doing and it's working for them. So you should do that just like they're doing. Well, even if you had exactly the same business as this friend, I still wouldn't advise just doing all of the stuff that they're doing. There would be many things that that I would recommend that you do differently in that situation. Every business is different. Every business has different objectives. They're at different stages. They have different assets, different strengths, different opportunities. It's not a cookie cutter solution. The only way that marketing is going to work for your business is if it's driven by strategy. And the people who know strategy are the the trained and experienced marketer. So as a small business owner, how do you sort the wheat from the chaff here? You know, what are the characteristics of a true marketer? Well, look, there's probably no hard and fast answer to this, but I tell you what, there's some pretty good guidelines that I can give to you that should give you an idea as, as when, to, when someone turns up and starts to talk about marketing and espouse all that they know, that you might in turn be a little bit vigilant with and, um, and question um, them around whether they are the suitable person to be giving you this, this advice. So. First of all, number one, look for marketing qualifications. Now, I know there will be some amazing marketers that have not got a marketing degree. Most do, though. And the good marketers that don't have a degree have generally worked in marketing for a very, very, very long time. And you'll be able to see that by checking out their presence on LinkedIn. Um, so, so if they don't, for some reason, have that formal training in marketing, then really be vigilant at looking at their, their training on the job with that and understanding if they do actually have the experience to give you that advice. Now, um, <laughs> a word on the degree. Don't just look for the degree. So there are some people who actually did marketing and and majored in marketing, just like I did 20 years ago, but then they actually haven't been working in marketing for 20 years. So I guess the difference between myself as a marketing consultant and someone who's done marketing in their degree 20 years ago, but then has gone on to do something else, is that the experience plus the formal training gives you an expert The formal training 20 years ago doesn't give you an expert. Not only has the marketing industry shifted pretty bloody significantly in the last 20 years, the foundations of marketing do stay the same. But we all know that theory versus actual real-life experience kind of, you know, makes a difference there. Um, There's one thing to, to actually know the theory. There's another to actually apply that and understand how 
all of that theory is actually applied in real life. Um, you kind of want someone who's done both. Another thing is to look for the Certified Practicing Marketer Accreditation. Now, this is something that the Australian Marketing Institute issues. Um, the Australian Marketing Institute is, is the leading body for marketers in Australia. And it's based around a point system, which is based on formal training and experience. So you can't actually be a certified practicing marketer if you don't meet a certain level of expertise, experience and, um, and training. So the CPM status is reviewed annually so that it ensures that every marketer who has this accreditation is actually investing in the professional development required to stay at the top of their game. So if anybody's familiar with CPAs or CAs, it's not structured like that. You don't have to do the year of study like accountants do to get those accreditations, but it works in a kind of similar way in that it just aims to actually, you know, differentiate um, uh, you know, that level of expertise. Um, okay, the other thing you want to look for is experience. Now, I touched on this before, but, but you actually want a clear demonstration of a person's ability to plan, execute and measure marketing. Um, so what do you look for here? Do they have some case studies or some client testimonials where they can prove that they've achieved strategically planned marketing goals for a business like yours. And I'm not talking about, you know, have they delivered the output of coordinating a website for, for another business. So if your advisor can only provide an example of a marketing tactic such as, as coordinating a website, start asking them strategic questions such as, okay, so what were the business objectives with that website? Apart from we just need a new website, how is that website actually going to plug into their business to help them achieve their overarching business goals? Um, you know, what market and consumer research did they perform in order to shape the content and the navigation and the functionality of the site? How does the website relate to other marketing tactics that are in play for that business? And, and how are they actually measuring the success of that website against the business priorities? Um, again, a marketer will know all the answers to, to those questions. Um, so, again, those testimonials, I, I mentioned that in, in that experience to look for those testimonials, but testimonials I'll mention as a separate point in themselves. And we don't want testimonials that basically just say, yes, this person diligently sent this many emails um, for us, you know, and did this many social media posts and did, you know, was very efficient at coordinating, um, you know, our marketing collateral or whatever. We want testimonials that talk about how those tactics plugged into the business and drove bottom line results by achieving the, the marketing objectives uh, such as, you know, engagement or revenue growth or awareness or, or whatever that that might have been. Another thing that you can look for is marketing awards. Now, not business awards, specifically marketing awards. Marketing awards are very, very specific around the skills that are employed as a marketer. So 
I've judged the Australian Marketing Institute Awards now for four years. I know how rigorous that pro that process is. There is a panel of expert and senior marketers. And in fact, this year, I think we all had to be CPMs, um, Certified Practicing Marketers, who judged those awards. And there's a whole panel of us um, and quite a rigorous process. So I know how good the marketing campaigns have to be in order to win an award. So you know, if someone has one, and, and look, there's Mumbrella Awards, I think there's B&T Awards, there's a whole bunch of, of marketing awards out there. But that's that's going to be a really good sign that someone um, is, a, is a good marketer and is qualified to be able to be giving you advice. And, and when I'm talking about advice here, I'm not just talking about paid advice, like paid advice, definitely, definitely go and make sure that you're speaking to these people. But even, you know, be wary of the blogs you're reading, the podcasts you're listening to, the webinars you're attending, the, you know, all of that media. Who are you actually listening to here? Is it trained and expert marketers or is it people who are simply pumping out content there um, <clears throat> for, for, to, to essentially achieve their own business objectives? So hopefully this, this episode has kind of highlighted that not everyone is always the marketer that they claim to be. And if marketing is something that's on your radar and, and cost-effective and, and efficient marketing is on your radar for financial year 21-22, then I really recommend being really selective with who you get this marketing advice from and um, I wish you all the success with that. Thanks so much for listening to How To Do Marketing Snack Time. If you are enjoying these episodes, please do subscribe to ensure that you don't miss a trick. And if all of this talk about marketing is getting you thinking about how you can get the best results for your business, head on over to the Dragonfly Marketing website at dragonflymarketing.com.au and check out our academy program. The How To Do Marketing Academy has been designed to give small business owners just like you the clarity, consistency, confidence, as well as the community that you need to ensure that your marketing helps your business grow. There's three levels of access and each level is packed with value. We are taking in new members now, so go and check it out. Until next time, happy marketing. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 